We're back for part two yes. of what we started mm-hmm. of God's intention of family. Yep. So tonight, we're doing part two, and it's men. Mm-hmm. The irony is, none of us are men. Yeah. <laughs> but. But we're women. Yeah. We're all created in the image of God. But we're going to base this all on the Bible. Mm-hmm. So it's not really our own opinions. Although, y'all know me by now, so I'm going to throw my opinion in there. Because mm-hmm. that's just what I do. Yeah. I really can't apologize for that. I just, it is what it is. So. You throw things in based on your own experience. Yeah. And I've had a lot of experiences. So, <laughs> so we're going to talk about men and man, husbands, uh, their role, what they're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. not what they think they should be doing. Or what the world says they should be right. doing. Ignore right. Ignore the world, because the world is at enmity with God. Yeah, they say they can wear a dress, so... Yeah, don't listen to that. Yeah. Because even God says that it's an abomination for a man to wear women's clothes and for women to wear men's clothes, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and there is scripture on that. I just don't remember where that is. Oh, numbers that is Deuteronomy 25. Oh, right on. Yeah. Nice. It's okay. in one of the first, like, five books. Yeah. Of kind of the law books. Yeah. You know, pay attention. You can't be doing that. Mm-hmm. So, the reason why we're talking about men first is because um, men are supposed to be... The head of the family. Um, right. They, they're they supposed to be the spiritual lead. Mm-hmm. They are supposed to be the really the closest to God. Men were created first. Yeah. Men were, you know, given power and authority over the land. Uh, men were supposed to, well, they did, uh, or a man... Uh, named all the animals and all the plants and I mean what a huge task yeah and God gave man that responsibility because mm-hmm. God believed that man could do it yeah you know yeah um, and gosh what a long ways to fall and yeah. how embarrassing to see what men have become now mm-hmm. yeah um, you know, just with from, you know, when I was younger, seeing how men were and they opened the doors for ladies and they didn't swear around women and they mm-hmm. were far more respectful and they defended women if women were in trouble. You know, you don't see that anymore. Right. Now, I, I'm thrilled when a guy opens the door for me. I know yeah. there's a time we're at the store buying dog food. Yeah. And I picked up the bag of dog food, which was a big bag. Yeah, it's like this 40 guy, pounds, 50 pounds. This yeah. guy, like, cut me off almost, and I thought he was, like, trying to race me to the door. I'm like, man, this guy's just being a jerk. And <laughs> he tried to beat us to the door to yeah. open the door for us. Like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry, I was not doing wrong with me. I read it. I'm like, that's not right. So I apologize. I thought I wrote it down somewhere. It's like in Numbers and Leviticus. It's so I'm sorry. We'll we'll probably eventually touch base on that because we know it's it's there. We've talked about it before. Yeah. So I guess for men, it's important, and um, their role is the most important. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And we'll get to women in part three. And a woman woman's job isn't um, to be considered less, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, women are supposed to be partners with men, yeah. um, but the reality is, and what God says is that man is the head, right? And man is to um, just kind of be the example of what God is. Yeah. So let me explain. So Genesis one twenty seven. So God created man in His own image in the image of god he created him male and female he created them Mm -hmm. so like we established in part one there's only two sexes it's male and female Mm -hmm. i don't care about what the other psychos say or try to make up or try to pretend exist they don't they just don't and everyone with a brain with a soul with a mind with eyes they know this to be true Mm -hmm. right anything else is made up it is not science Mm -hmm. it's lies so one of the things and we're just going to kind of touch base and there's hundreds of scriptures and examples of what men should be doing what god called man to do right Uh, the first thing that you kind of see at the very beginning of the bible is uh, god created man Mm-hmm. And he was to kind of rule over the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be in relationship with God. God created us to be in relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to be distanced or far off or hindered from having a relationship with him, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So man was created, mm-hmm. right? To take care of the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he got Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he is like the direct creation from god Mm -hmm. god formed him god breathed life into him i mean men should be honored Mm -hmm. with that alone Mm -hmm. yeah right Mm -hmm. and so you have adam and he's walking the earth and he's naming all the animals what a huge task that is Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you think about it and then he's naming all the plants and he's supposed to be taking care of the land and Mm -hmm. you know kind of being that agricultural you know rancher and and all that stuff that's what he's kind of supposed to be doing yeah Yeah. he was made and told to work the earth right work the land yeah right i just want to throw that word in there yeah it seems like guys are kind of scared of that word it's no it's work (laughs) yeah um so the main thing was you know um he was to work the land and then God realized it wasn't good for him to be alone. Mm-hmm. So he created woman. Yeah, to be a helper. To be a helper, mm-hmm. not a slave to man, mm-hmm. not to be a punching bag or anything evil like that, but to be a helper, a partner to work with. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, to, you know. Not be have over families. him either. Right. right. And she isn't to be over him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I see now and have for a long time is. Uh, women have become so uh, masculated or whatever mm-hmm. that they feel like they have to run all over men and cut them down and belittle them and make them feel like they shouldn't be masculine in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. That is not of God. Yeah. That is of the devil. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women, true women, know and appreciate true masculine men. Yeah, right. they don't call it toxic either. It's no. actual masculinity. Right. And being a male isn't toxic because mm-hmm. that's how God created man. Mm-hmm. To be strong. To be courageous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be the warrior. To be the provider and the protector. Mm-hmm. 
Um, mm-hmm. That's how God created a man to be. Yeah. So women need to shut their mouths mm-hmm. and encourage men to be who God created them to be. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything less is not of God. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Don't call yourself a Christian and sit there and stab your husband or your boyfriend or your son or whatever in the back. You encourage them in the way of God. Right. That's what you're called to do. Yeah. yeah. Encourage your husband. Encourage the men in your life to follow God's lead. Yeah. Everything else falls into place. Yeah. I mean, that's the reality. You got God. You got man. You got woman. And then you got the kids. Right. That's... That's a hierarchy mm-hmm. of what's really supposed to be happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, God created man to work, mm-hmm. brought women into the picture, mm-hmm. then man became responsible. Yeah. He needed to provide. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it says in Genesis 2.15, the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Mm-hmm. Tend to it. Take yeah. care of it. Right. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what he's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You take care of the land. That doesn't mean you go so overboard that you become a psychotic tree hugger. <laughs> and you don't cut trees down. And you kiss the ground that you walk on and walk bare. I mean, don't be psychotic about it. There's nothing manly about it. Right. Yeah. You know, loggers, hey... God bless you, because you know how to cut down a tree, and you know what to do with it. Yeah, and because of that, I mean, people can build homes and provide right. for their families. So. Exactly. Right. So there, there's a hierarchy to everything. You just pay attention. Read the Bible. It tells you exactly what you need to be done. Right. So then um, he's tending the land. Woman comes in. They're married. One man, one woman. Mm-hmm. That's how it needed to be. So then um, it talks about the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Mm-hmm. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. And that's Ephesians five twenty three twenty four. 24. Mm-hmm. So let's be clear. It's not... Being a slave, it's about respect. Mm -hmm. You honor your husband. You are respectful. You aren't stabbing him in the back. Mm -hmm. You aren't going behind his back. You aren't stealing his hard-earned money so you can buy a lousy pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're working with him. You're standing by him. You're encouraging him. You're praying with him. Mm -hmm. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, that's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Uh, submitting is just respect. Yeah. It's yeah. honoring mm-hmm. your husband. Um, so, like, what that verse in Ephesians is saying is that marriage is basically supposed to reflect and model Christ in the church. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we will get to those scriptures, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, it's talking about, you know, working together, mm-hmm. providing being the husband, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Genesis 2.24. Mm-hmm. That means, husbands, you don't go cheating on your wives and mm-hmm. vice versa. Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah, because the New Testament also talks about what God has joined together, let no man separate. Right. right. So, I mean, also choose wisely. 
Well, that comes back to the scripture, and we're kind of jumping ahead, because we'll probably bring this back up under the family one. That would be, like, part five. (laughs) But um, it talks about don't be unequally yoked to Mm -hmm. somebody. Meaning, if you're a believer in Christ and you're Holy Spirit-filled, don't go to the bar trying to find a guy. Yeah. Or if you're a Holy Spirit-filled, God-fearing man, don't be going to the strip clubs to find a wife. Yeah. I mean... You obviously are not going to be on the same page, and it's not going to work out. Yeah, right. don't it's, go to the strip club anyways. <laughs> well, I mean, right. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, it, it's so far off base, and it's never going to work. Yeah. It's never yeah. going to work. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Um, so the husband, you know, the man becomes a husband. Um, he is to provide. Um, they also are to be the warriors, yeah. to be brave mm-hmm. and courageous. Yeah. Um, Joshua 1 9 says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And so that's not just for men, but it is for women as well, mm-hmm. and just with people in general. Don't be afraid, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, 1 Corinthians 16 13 says, Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, mm-hmm. be strong. Yeah. That means don't be weak. Don't yeah. be running around in girls' dresses. Don't be wearing skinny jeans. That's a, disgusting. Yeah. There's nothing masculine about it. Right. Sorry. There's just not. Yeah. I have a couple of verses I didn't share with you earlier because I didn't know if they would fit. Oh, but you're jumping in. Okay. I, Go for yes, it. Yes, I am. Go for so it. So in Joel, what yeah. I was trying to look for earlier. Yeah. Um, Joel chapter 3, verses 9 through 10. It says, Proclaim this among the nations. Consecrate for war. Stir up the mighty men, let all the men of war draw near, let them come up. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am a warrior. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, even if you're a guy that's not super, like, muscular, you're still a man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't just let that deter you from being the warrior of your family, for being the protector of your family. You're still a man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So even if you're a little bit scrawny, it doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't. And God right. will give you the strength that you need That's to right. protect your family. And there's yeah. a lot of examples of that. Yeah. Look at David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, David yeah. wasn't the biggest one of all. He was the smallest and went against the giant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just being obedient and faithful to God, right. he yeah. overcame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Um, so then it talks about, you know, we're kind of going back and forth as you're um, being that protector you're providing and I forgot this scripture 1 Timothy 5 eight. but if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever yeah um, that is your job yeah and and here's a thing too um, to the husbands that have divorced and left their wives and uh, you know, skipped out on being a father, you know, you're kind of a coward. Mm-hmm. Well, not kind of. You are a coward. Mm-hmm. You are weak. Your job is still to take care of your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you have kids, you better step up and do your stinking job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that means you provide abundantly for your kids. Mm-hmm. Our Father in Heaven provides far abundantly more than we can think or imagine. Mm-hmm. That's what He says. And right. He does that. And if you are supposed to be 
that creation of God and be that head of your family, you better step up and you mm-hmm. better do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if if y'all are rolling your eyes, if you're listening to this, you're a man, you're rolling your eyes, you might want to check your heart. Yeah. Because it isn't right with God. Mm-hmm. Because this is what God's word says. Mm-hmm. We're not making this up. Past experience has said, <laughs> yeah, this kind of stuff sucks. Yeah. Um, and when the father doesn't do his job or the husband doesn't step up and become the lead, mm-hmm. it does end in really bad circumstances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also what comes to mind is, you know, if a guy gets a girl pregnant and they're not married, don't just leave her to take care of it. You're yeah. responsible as well. Yeah. You could have had self-control. Yeah. You could have not done certain things. So it's also your fault and you need to take responsibility for that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you can think of, was it Joseph? Joseph. I don't know. Continue. (laughs) Well, when he became, when he, uh, was taking care of, uh, the palace or whatever. Oh, it was Joseph. Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, There's a lot of J's in the Bible. There are a lot of Josephs in the Bible. Yeah, there is. But how the, um, king's wife was hitting on him all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And basically, he took off. He left his shirt behind and took off because he didn't want to be in the same room and deal with that temptation. Yeah. That's how every guy should be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Run away from the temptation. Don't even go there. Yeah. Don't Mm -hmm. even go there. That's why the Bible um, encourages marriage, that you're not in that sexual immorality. Right. It's like you can have your own wife. Right. So that there's not that temptation to be immoral. Right. And you got to take that seriously, though, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you don't put yourself in those situations. Mm-hmm. You know, don't say that you're going out with a friend who's a female. Uh, that's just asking for trouble. Yeah. Don't not, be not by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just don't do that. So, um, so then, as he is the husband, he ends up being a father. Mm-hmm. And so, um, there's... Well, let me go back because I keep remembering these scriptures here. So with a husband, you also have to uh, make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Um, Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Mm-hmm. That means it's not just about you. Yeah. Right. It means you have to make some sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Get over yourself. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. Just like for women, it's not about her either. Yeah. She needs to make sacrifices too. Yeah. It people have become so selfish and self-centered. Um it's pathetic. Yeah. They don't even look outside their own mirror mm-hmm. and they realize that there's other people that are hurting or could use help or mm-hmm. assistance or just a hug or whatever. Yeah. They're so consumed with what they want, what they think they need, and really when you're a Christian, God gives you everything that you need. Mm-hmm. You if you're obedient to him, you follow his ways, he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. Right. And it'll be what he thinks is best for you. Yeah. Not what you think is best for you. Yeah, it's probably going to be what you don't expect. Right. And it's always good, though. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be That's, better than what you imagined it yeah. would be like and anything yeah. you would plan for yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other podcast. Right. <laughs> so then, um, John fifteen thirteen. this could go back to not only as a husband, but a warrior whose mm-hmm. job is to protect. 
Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God calls men to be warriors. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, what an amazing call on men's lives. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. Um, and then it says in 1 Peter 3, 7, Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way. Showing honor to the woman as a weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Wow. So what that's telling me is, is husbands, if you're not honoring your wife and you're praying to God, you're hindering your prayers. Yeah. Because you're not doing what God called you to do. Yeah. Um, And, you know... The women out there saying we can do all the things men can do. No, we can't. Just like men can't do all the things women can do. Yeah, you right. gotta create differences for a reason. <clears throat> right. Because we get to play off each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get to work with each other. Mm-hmm. And whatever a man is weak in, women are going to be stronger. And because that's how crea- God created us. Right. And vice versa. Yeah. Whatever we're weaker in, God has made man stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Like the whole opposites attract. <laughs> sort of, yeah, sort of. So then, um, then you've got men becoming fathers, mm-hmm. and it says in um, Proverbs twenty three twenty four, the father of the righteous will greatly rejoice. He who fathers a wise son will be glad in him. Mm-hmm. And then in Ephesians six four it says, fathers do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> let's be clear about this. Um, public schools are there to destroy the family unit. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. They are not actually there to teach your children anything. And if you haven't watched over the years, um, even for me when I was in high school. It wasn't as bad as it is now, but there were still drugs, there was still alcohol, there was still, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but they didn't teach me anything I wanted to know. Yeah. Like, I wanted, I was taking aviation. I wanted to learn to fly planes after my grandfather, mm-hmm. and um, who was a fighter pilot. Mm-hmm. And so, when I would go to class... Um, all the kids in there would just screw around and I went up to the teacher and was like, I want to learn something. Mm-hmm. I didn't come here to, you know, have nothing to do. I want to learn something. Yeah. So what I'm seeing now <clears throat> in public schools is they're teaching kids a bunch of stuff that is completely irrelevant and not only irrelevant, but perverse and evil, mm-hmm. disgusting that has nothing to do with being a useful citizen when you're an adult. Yeah. They're not doing anything. So here, God tells you, homeschool your kids. Yeah. yeah. That's your job. Yeah. You, you as parents, especially the fathers, are to raise your kids up mm-hmm. in the way they are to go, in the instruction of what God's word is says right and also to provide discipline and that and i was oh, just going there okay go there hebrews twelve seven. it is for discipline that you have to endure god is treating you as sons for what son is there whom his father does not discipline yeah and that is 
you're disciplining your children because you love them, because yep. you want to drive out the foolishness from them. You want to teach them, hey, there are consequences to your actions. Right. Mm-hmm. That is what the fathers are supposed to do. It yep. is not saying, you made me angry, so I'm going to inflict pain. Right. right. That is not discipline. Right. It is, you know what, you screwed up, and I'm going to discipline you because I want to see you succeed and not do this again. Right. right. It's... Yeah. There's a there's a difference between right. discipline and abuse, which we talked about last time. Right. And so I think that when the scriptures talk about do not provoke your children to anger. Right. If your kid knows that you love them yeah. and that you're disciplining them for their good, yeah. they're not going to be angry. Mm-hmm. And even if they are, it's going to pass because they will realize mm-hmm. it was for my good. It was yeah. because my dad loved me, not because he was angry at me. Right. Mm-hmm. So there there's a difference. And, you know, one thing that I've learned is um, sometimes if parents have shown over and over that they love their kids, hugs, kisses, the reinforcement of that love, um, you know, the encouragement and, you know, that sort of stuff. What I've learned through my own kids Mm -hmm. and even my son saying this to me is whenever I've been disappointed in my kids and I've said, I'm just really disappointed. I don't even have to say I'm angry, but disappointed. Mm -hmm. My son has even said that's one of the worst things that he's ever heard. Yeah. He hates hearing that he's disappointed me. And that's because we were brought up to honor your father and mother. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when a parent says that they're disappointed, it's like, okay, as a child, I fell short. Yeah. I didn't honor you. And that's like crushing. It's like, I thought I was like not doing anything wrong but now you're disappointed i'm confused yeah. i'm hurt <laughs> i don't know what to do my life is over. <laughs> but it's not a matter of that because you know the kids will come up to me and they're like i'm sorry i made you angry and i'm like i'm not angry i'm just really disappointed because you knew the right thing to do and you didn't do it or i told you what would happen and not to do something and you did it anyways it's disappointing and that's God's reaction to us, too. Yeah. He gives us a whole Bible. Mm-hmm. And he says, these are basic ex- ex- instructions <laughs> blah, 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 before leaving earth. That's what I love. Mm-hmm. That's what Bible stands for, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, he gives us, he hands us exactly what we need to do and how to live our lives mm-hmm. and how disappointed he must be when we sit there and know the truth mm-hmm. but don't live in the truth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who wants to disappoint Father in heaven? Yeah. Let alone, you know, on earth. I mean, nobody wants to disappoint their earthly parents, but to disappoint your godly father, mm-hmm. that's a kick in the gut. Let's yeah. be honest. Hard kick. Very yeah. Hard kick. <laughs> so then, you know, with husbands and men, it says in Proverbs 20, the righteous who walks in his integrity, blessed are his children after him. Yeah. So if a man has strong integrity, knows what's right, is just, is honorable, um, his children are going to be blessed. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're going to be blessed. And it also yeah. sets a, a strong example. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're working, you feel like, you know, this kind of goes against... My convictions, what I believe is right, yeah, you know, don't do it. 
Yeah. That's living in integrity. Right. It's not, okay, I'm just going to cheat these numbers. I'm going to fudge this a little bit. Right. That's not living with integrity. Right. And, I mean, in Proverbs it talks about, you know, people who are greedy for unjust gain. Well, they're going to be punished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, God will reward your integrity. Yeah. He'll reward you for being honest. Right. Saying, you know what, this isn't right. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... You know, what it comes down to for men, for men that want to eventually be husbands and fathers, um, you're looking or maybe you're hearing this and going, gosh, that's a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Well, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, but... You were uh, built for it. Yeah. yeah. God gave you all the tools you need to be who God created you to be. Mm-hmm. And all you need to do is lean on God, put your faith and trust in him, Mm -hmm. be praying, sacrificing your wants and your little desires and doing what God calls you to do. And you will be the strongest, uh, probably most powerful human being on this earth Mm -hmm. because you have God on your side. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look throughout the whole Bible, you look at these warriors and these people like Gideon or, you know, Joseph or Abraham or Daniel or, you know, all these men who stood stood firmly in their faith, Mm -hmm. stood with integrity, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm -hmm. They didn't bow Mm -hmm. to the fake gods. They stood their ground and they were like, man... If you're going to burn us, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Because either God's going to save us, or we get to go be with him anyways. Yeah. So it's a win-win for us. Mm -hmm. But we're not going to do what you're ordering us to do. Right. Yeah. We're not doing it. And God showed up. Mm -hmm. And he always does. Gideon, he started out with thousands of men. And, no. Was it Gideon? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Started out with thousands of men. For some reason, I thought I was on the wrong person (laughs) and you know god gave him orders and he was down to 300 to do this huge battle yeah and then gideon was like okay lord if this is really what you need me to do do this Mm -hmm. okay and that's what god did and then he goes well i just want to be sure and you know did it again um but he got that confirmation and they won that battle with 300 guys yeah i mean you, you samson had all that strength. Yeah. And when he veered away from God and what God called him to do, that's when he lost his strength. Because of a woman. Yep. Yeah. So you got to be cautious. Again, unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he he saw something in her. It wasn't really of God, mm-hmm. but that was his desire, and she took advantage of that. Yeah. I mean, she did. Yeah. Um. So you, men, if you're wanting to find a wife, you're not going to find a good one in a bar. Yeah. Probably don't want to go there. Mm -hmm. But you want to find somebody that encourages you to go the way of God. Yeah. God's word. Mm -hmm. Um, Encouraging you in your faith. Mm -hmm. Um, Reading the Bible with you. Praying with you. Praying over you. Yeah. Um, Encourages you. Yeah. So, I mean... This is what you should be looking for. This is how you should be living your life. And there's, again, hundreds, if not thousands of scriptures 
on what men should be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you know encourage women? Yeah. Or older men or younger men. And I know you have some scriptures about that, don't you? Oh uh, yeah. So first one is first Timothy two verse eight and it says, I desire then that in every place the men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean they should be praying and without anger or quarreling, that means that your heart will be, I guess, calm before God, and he'll be able to do work in you. Yeah, not right. causing strife. Right. Not, not arguing with other men. Yeah. You come together. You pray together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a verse that fits with what okay. you just said. Proverbs 27, verse 17. Okay. It says, iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as, you, as men are praying together and coming together, doing Bible studies or... Go out hunting or, mm-hmm. you know, being men, mm-hmm. yeah. you pray together. Mm-hmm. And it's not a cheesy thing. You go back and you look at the disciples, and there was 12 of them, and they prayed and worshipped with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus taught them all that they needed to know to be the men of that time and to be strong in their faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they were out, you know, they were fishers, mm-hmm. fishermen, and you know, accountants and doctors and all of these men coming together and praying and just being powerful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, being unstoppable. Right. And God kept them yeah. in their work. Yeah. Um, it's pretty awesome to read, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, what were you going to say, Joss? Well, before I read the next couple of verses, I just want to say, you know, for guy or men that no single moms that have sons try being a father figure to them or mm-hmm. and even to single moms that have daughters too yeah because it's good for kids to know their place i i guess yeah it's good mm-hmm. to they have a male, someone to look up to yeah a, a male role model yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i mean try to be that even if it's little things it changes a, a lot yeah, yeah. And it really does a does. lot of things mm-hmm. and no one's asking you to marry those single moms <laughs> right it's just coming in and you know even something simple like mowing the lawn yeah and just showing what a man actually should be about yeah, yeah. and those kids see that example and they aren't left wondering what a guy is really about yeah Yeah. um because you know that that view becomes distorted yeah you know even just those simple actions i mean i look at it kind of as love yeah you care about them enough to just do something so simple and kind for them yeah people remember those things oh yeah Yeah. they remember the little acts of kindness shown to them right Mm -hmm. so even if it is just a child you know seeing that seeing you mow the lawn seeing you just you know, being a man, that does impact them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it will impact them for a long time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for single moms that are like, oh, man, I'm not going to let some strange dude into my house. And you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, this is more of, uh, you know, making sure he's on the right side. Mm-hmm. And for the guys that would step up. Um, you know, you don't want to be a creeper. Yeah, you yeah. respect boundaries. Yeah, I mean, don't don't be psychotic or a stalker or anything <laughs> weird like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, know the boundaries for men and women, mm-hmm. uh, moms, 
you know, protect your kids if you're a single mom. I mean, that's yeah. what we need yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, but we're just saying that, you know, <laughs> we haven't given up hope that there's real men out there, <laughs> even though where we live, that we don't see that really ever yeah. anywhere. And um, so we're just saying, you know, for you godly men, you Holy Spirit-filled men that really just don't know your place or what you need to be doing, you can start by helping a single mom. Yeah. Or just encouraging other kids men. and other men to do the right thing in um, the Spirit, God's Spirit, mm-hmm. um, in His Word, praying together, and just going out and being men. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're going hunting, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe you get an extra tag. I don't know what your state laws are or whatever. Yeah. Go hunting for a single mom and bring her some elk or something, you know? Yeah. Something simple. It doesn't, and it doesn't have to be just a single mom. There's a lot of widows out there that, you know, they have fireplaces and, you know, they got to try to figure out how to get wood and, and cut that and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. just go cut down some trees and bring them some wood. You yeah. don't even need to tell them who you are. Yeah. If you know that there's a widow in your neighborhood mm-hmm. and they could use some firewood, just do something nice. Put it, you know, where they could see it or use it. Just write a nice note. I mean, just step up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be, you know, this big showy deal. Yeah. Right. Sometimes, you know, it's just little things that can make all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. So... Um, go ahead, Joss, with the okay. last one. Yeah, the last two verses, but yeah. <laughs> um, it is in First John chapter 2, verses 13 through 14. It says, I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, children, because you, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the evil one. Amen. Amen. So, see, you follow God's word, and he will make you strong. Sorry, our dog is in our room, or in this living room, and she's starting to dream and make weird noises. <laughs> we caressed it over there, and was like, shh. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, anyways, we just want to encourage you men to just go into God's word, to drop to your knees. There's nothing shameful or embarrassing if you're crying out to God mm-hmm. um, and just repenting and just asking God your place and what you can do. And, you know, I'm looking at these truckers and these farmers that are lining up, you know, mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of them. And I'm sure there's female drivers in there, mm-hmm. but I know for a fact it's mostly males. Yeah. I just want to say thank you for yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. That sets a, a nice tone yeah. because it gives us a little bit of hope that not everything is lost. Right. That there's still some men willing to step up. Mm-hmm. And do something for our freedoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, something our military should be doing, but they have become weak and cowardly. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really sad for me to see. Yeah. So anyways, um, thank you for listening to this podcast. We're going to have a part three. And we're going to discuss the woman, women, wife side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully this was encouraging and 
um, you know, more uplifting than, you know, thinking we're talking down to the men because we're really not. We're yeah. just telling you what the Bible says in your place and, yeah. and, uh, encourage and you. Yeah. yeah, you know, and uh, we're just, we're grateful for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, you know, as women, um, as kids, as whatever, we're grateful for the men that have stepped up and, you know, have been there and, mm-hmm. um, are going to be there. God has a plan. Yeah. You know. So just thank you for listening. We sure appreciate y'all. Uh, God bless you and God bless America. <laughs>